I'm, I'm just I'm just here to knock this one out, y'all. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, what is going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of From My Experience Podcast. I'm your host, Rob. Hope you're doing all right out there. Hope you're feeling good. Hope you're looking good. Hope you're smelling good. Hope everything is good with you. I am fantastic. Got a couple of new things going on in my life that I am thoroughly enjoying and I will continue to thoroughly enjoy. You know why? Because I can. I believe in the power of choice. You have the power to choose and make whatever decisions you want each day. So why not decide on what makes you happy? Why not decide on what works for you? (laughs) That's one of our topics for the show. I want to start by thanking you. Those of you who are listening right now, those of you who like, share, and subscribe, thank you so, so, so much. If you want to support the show, I have a clip for that later. <laughs> I'll play that when I need to pay the bills, but I want to thank y'all. Um, Front page news? I am not going to lie. The news has been depressing the hell out of me. So the only thing I'm going to really talk about are things that I've been seeing on the forefront. New gun laws will be coming. New gun restrictions will be coming. I don't know what they are, but that's all everyone is talking about. I said this on the show before the last shout out to my cousin Chaz, who was a special guest on the last episode. Uh, If you plan on owning a firearm, you better get one ASAP. Um, if you want to protect your family and make sure your family is safe, a gun law is not going to do that. Yes, it will prevent more people from having guns that shouldn't have them. However, I think the best defense is you, yourself. So if you decide to go out and get a firearm, train, 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 take classes, train, educate yourself, subscribe to the manufacturer on YouTube and look at the videos, read the manual, learn how to disassemble and clean your weapon and stock up on a good amount of ammo and magazines for your weapon. I am not telling you to prepare for war or to do anything crazy or irresponsible. I'm just saying make sure you have what you need in case of an emergency, a realistic emergency. That's all I'm saying. I'm not an advocate for violence. I believe in the Second Amendment. And I don't know what's to come, but I'm just letting you know before it's too late. Um, Do not forget Alphabet, a.k.a. Google. That stock split will be happening happening on July 15th. Uh, You are listening to this. I'm recording this as of June 22nd. So you got a little under a month to take advantage of the Google stock split. If you have not been saving and stacking your coins, do so. Remember that Amazon's stock already split and your boy got in on that. How many shares did I get? I got a few shares Um, and it felt good. And it's actually still relatively cheap. Like as of today, June 22nd, it's 107.92. 
I forgot what I got in on it at. Oh, yes, I do. Ugh. So it's actually gone. It hasn't gone back up, shot back up yet. So if you're listening to this and you didn't take advantage of that, payday's coming up soon. Just saying. Um, last but not least. Of course not least. Shout out to you, the person, the man the woman, whatever you choose to identify yourself as. Shout out to you, man. Um, The economy is getting tough. It's rough out here. And gas prices have historically, not historically, they've been going up. They just went down recently, but I don't know. I don't know if it's going to remain that way. Um, This isn't COVID, pandemic, lockdown bad, but this is like a, okay, you can go back outside, but outside is becoming super expensive bad. So I'm going to say a special prayer for everyone, man. If you are struggling with gas, um, you are struggling with careers, all I'm going to say is this. Number one, wherever you live, Google and look up any transportation services that may be available to you. A lot of cities and counties and states, yada, 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 so on and so forth, understand and realize that y'all are jacked up out here or that people are jacked up out here and they have programs to help take care of you. Use them. That is what your tax dollars pay for if they are available. If not, again, I'm just going to pray for you. Um, I know it sucks. It's, it's hitting everybody, man. Grocery prices, gas prices, everything is going up. Me, myself, I am creating a financial financial shelter. I have a little one already, but got to have some shelter from the craziness, man. So sorry to be so doom and gloom, but some of the other stuff I just can't talk about because, I mean, if you've been... On the the Instagrams, the fan base, the Facebook, you've been seeing a lot of negative stuff in the news, and I didn't want to bring y'all that. Yeah, I didn't, so we out. All right, so I had a few things I wanted to talk about today. As usual, I'm not going to keep y'all long. Um, I, I, I was being dead serious at the front page news um, with the firearm stuff. I think part of the issue is people go out and buy a gun and know how to use it. Concealed carry classes do not teach you that I have a concealed carry permit. They don't really they only really teach you what you should already know. A gun is dangerous. Always check to see if a gun is loaded whether it's yours or whether someone is handing it to you and keep your finger off the trigger until you are about to destroy whatever it is in front of you. Keep your finger off the trigger. And of course, guns and bullets combined are a very deadly combination, and accidents can happen if you are irresponsible or negligent. That's really all that you learn, but, you know, again, if you decide to go out and get a firearm because you are panicking or you want to protect yourself because of what you're seeing on the news, please get training. Please learn how to operate your firearm. Go to the range at least once a month. Make sure you know how to disassemble and clean and reassemble your weapon properly. Make sure you have ammunition. Make sure you have magazines. I know it sounds crazy me saying this, but I just see some changes coming. And again, you know, like I said previously, you can't, you know, when you call 911, you're depending on a complete stranger to do the right thing and protect you. But this beautiful country allows you to put yourself in a position to protect yourself. So why not take advantage of it? That's all I'm saying. All right. Um, Lordy, have mercy. I'm sore, man. I'm still doing my workouts. This is week three um, with Outlaw Fitness. Shout out to uh, 
Coach Law out there. Uh, what's his Instagram? Break My Fifth Law. Check him out on Instagram if you are trying to get your life together. Um, he gives you a very comprehensive PDF with foods you should eat and foods you shouldn't eat and some meal plans and uh, the workouts are very detailed with video guidance. The sets, the reps, built-in timer, count your calories, all these beautiful things. You can link it to whatever watch you have and, yeah, and other apps and track your health and fitness, and that's what I've been doing. And I'm enjoying it, man. I'm enjoying the way that I feel, the way that I think is clearer. I'm losing weight. I'm starting to see more definition. I think for the first time in my life, my arms are actually getting bigger, like actually growing because of the weight that I'm lifting. I don't look like Hulk Hogan or nothing crazy yet, but I am experiencing and seeing the results and me like it. But I'm not going to lie. I'm craving the hell out of some pizza. <clears throat> okay. So uh, the topics for today. Uh, first topic, what's beyond an opportunity. What is beyond an opportunity? So I've talked about on the show before about preparing for an opportunity. Whatever it is that you want to do, you know, one of the things that we do to prepare for an opportunity is to get education, whether it be formal or informal. So a lot of us went to college to get into a specific career. That was the prepping. You know, you got to prep before the opportunity. Um, you do that for a couple reasons. One, you want to qualify. <laughs> so whoever is handing out the opportunity or whatever entity is handing out the opportunity on paper, you qualify. And two, you want to be confident when you say yes. You know, you don't want to show up on the first day of work and not know what the heck you're doing. But you got to think about what's beyond the opportunity. So what sparked this was um, I'm using a free trial of, what is this, Showtime. And I'm watching a show called Billions. I love the show Billions. Why? It's literally about a stock a stockbroker and a district attorney, and the stockbroker does all kind of crazy illegal stuff, and this district attorney guy is really trying to take him down, and his wife actually works for the guy who's doing all this dirty stuff, so there's conflict at home because basically trying to take down her boss, yada, 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 so on and so forth. It's really good. But what it really taught me was, or what I really learned from the show and really enjoy is the mentality of the characters. These guys are super duper billionaires. Stupid money. Stupid money. Stupid money. When they talk about money, they're talking about tens or hundreds of millions at a time or billions at a time. When you see their offices, the locales that they go to, and the conversations that they have, again, it made me think of this topic, what's beyond the opportunity. They took advantage of an opportunity, and they're billionaires, and they wake up and go to work every day. I'm not going to lie. If I was a billionaire, where my head is right now today, you know, set up a few organizations, um... Definitely get back to the community, build some things, help some people out. But, yo, I, I can see myself chilling for a minute. <laughs> I don't know about full-time work, like full, full, full-time work. Like, these guys got, like, full-time, like, full-time. You showing up to the office, like, full-time, but you a billionaire. Like, billion with a B. Billions. Like, multiple billions of dollars. Billions. 
and you waking up going to the office every day. And what it said to me was, you need to start thinking beyond the opportunity. If you do the work and put yourself in the right position, chances are you get the opportunity you're looking for. Sometimes you may have to fight for it harder than others, but more than likely it'll present itself at some point. So what I started thinking about was, man, I know once these guys got their first billion or their first millions, they had to start thinking, well, what's next? What am I going to do after that? And that's where I am. I'm not saying jump the gun, but I feel like I have opportunities in front of me. And what I've been thinking now is, yo, I know I'm going to get these. I know I'm going to make these things happen. But what am I going to do once they happen? What's beyond this? And again, I'm not trying to look past it or think past it or jump too fast, but I feel like I have a lot of momentum right now, and I feel like what I'm doing personally is going to take off. So I have to say to myself, okay, well, what are we planning towards? You know, let me let me go ahead and allocate funds now. When I get to this next step, and let's say I start bringing in 30000 more a year, um, I know I want to buy some land. Uh, I know I want to make a few investments. I know I want another vehicle, stuff like that. I want to go ahead and start mentally preparing myself for the success that is to come so that when it does come, I'm responsible with it. Because what I don't want to do is fall into a cycle of every time I make a come up, my old habits creep up, I boost and increase my lifestyle a little bit too fast, and now I'm pretty much in the same place I was before. I make more money, but guess what? I brought along more problems with me, or I created more problems. So I keep breaking even instead of rising above. So I'm starting to really divest myself of things. I'm really thinking about selling my DJ equipment and making it a goal to one day buy it back. Not that I'm short or strapped for cash or anything like that, but it's been sitting there. I haven't used it in a while. I might actually turn it on uh, this week. But it's something I thought. I, I thought I was like, maybe that'd be a motivational piece, or you know, maybe it's just a distraction looking over there because I do have thoughts saying, "No, oh, I'm gonna scratch one day. I'm gonna learn how to scratch one day. You got all the software. You got everything you need. I'm gonna scratch one day. Just sit there, you know." And I don't think there's anything wrong with that. But I'm getting so focused on what I'm trying to get done that I don't even want to waste thoughts on things that aren't going to be fruitful. Um, and not knocking DJing at all, but, you know, it made me think about some of the other things in my life that may, be, that may need to be pushed to the side or otherwise moved to make room for what comes beyond that opportunity and when that opportunity gets here. So those of you out there who may be in a new opportunity or may have a new opportunity on a horizon, I just want you to think about what's beyond that. You know, are you going to build a community center? Are you going to buy some land? Are you going to invest in real estate? Um, are you going to add on to your house? Start thinking ahead a little bit more. Um, and I think that's that's another level of motivation. I really actually been having thoughts about something fairly recently that I really want. Um, and I'm keeping it to myself on purpose because, you know, everything ain't meant for all ears and people speak down on your stuff. But there's something I want to do for myself within the next two years, and I'm going to make sure that I do it because I have the opportunity. I'm mentally preparing myself for what's beyond the opportunity. And speaking 
of opportunity, there's a great opportunities for you to uh, support the show. Yeah. Are you looking to support from my experience podcast? Well, let me tell you how you can do that. You can support from my experience podcast by liking, sharing, subscribing, and listening. However, you can also support us by shopping with our affiliates. We have Acre Gold. Acre Gold lets you buy gold bars on a subscription basis. So check out Acre Gold. Pick the amount of gold that you want to purchase and go ahead and get started today. Once you have reached your payment threshold, they will ship you your gold bar in a nice, discreet package. Make sure you check out Acre Gold. We have Garner's Garden. Garner's Garden sells 100% organic products, hair care, skin care, oral health care, things of that nature. So for those of you who may be sensitive to chemicals or you just bought that natural life, make sure you check out Garner's Garden. Those of you who need to collect information, much like me, when I have guests for the podcast, I send them a form that they fill out so I can get a little bit of information about them before I sit down and have a conversation. I use JotForms. JotForms is awesome. I've been using them for years, and I think you should check them out as well. They let you customize your own forms, and you can send those out, and they'll come right back to you in a nice, neat package. And last but not least, learn anytime, anywhere with Listenable. Powerful, bite-sized audio courses authorized by well-loved experts. So if you love learning on the go, make sure you check out Listenable. And if you want to donate to the show directly, email us, rob at fmepodcast.com or admin at fmepodcast.com. Reach out, contact us, and let's talk about it. Yeah, so that's how we pay the bills around here. So look forward to your future support. <laughs> Hold on, where's my button? <laughs> oh, man. All right, so you, self-check-ins and accountability, right? Self-check-ins and accountability. Self-check-ins and accountability. Make sure you're checking in with self. You know, I'm speaking about opportunity and think about beyond the opportunities or what's beyond an opportunity. When is the last time you checked in with yourself to see what you wanted out of life? When's the last time you really sat down and took a serious look of, at what's going on around you, what's going on internally, and said, mm, I don't like this. I need to adjust this or change this. Or, mm, I put that on the shelf for too long. Let me reach over here and pull this off the shelf and take another look. Self-check-ins are very important. We get too bogged down and stuck in uh, working, 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 pay this bill, pay that bill, rob Peter to pay Paul, a little bit of drama over here, relationship over here, sex over here, entertainment over here, drinking and partying fun over here, back to square one. And you get stuck in that loop, right? But when you check in, it's like, whoa, okay, <laughs> wait. <laughs> I'm really, really thinking about what I'm doing with my time, with my my energy, my money. What am I really doing? Mm, I don't like this. Like, I want to go here and do one, two, three, four, five, but I got to deal with all this. And then you need to start doing some cleaning, okay? And part of what will help you clean is accountability. Find some accountability partners. 
I have accountability partners. I was tired eventually of being overweight and I'm getting older and I want to be healthier and I want to enjoy the fruits of my labor when I get older because I want a motorcycle. I want to go snowboarding, skiing, rock climbing. I want to travel more. I want to do some things that are going to be physically taxing. I want to do another mud run soon. Um, I did one when I was fairly out of shape. But I want to get out. I want to buy a bike, do some trails, some more hiking. I want to go camping, do some firearms training, serious firearms training. Um, and that that takes a toll on you physically. Um, also, not even trying to be funny, and I'm not a conspiracy theorist at all, but I'm really watching what's happening in the world. Things are shifting. People are changing. People are becoming less and less tolerant of the government and policies and voting. And people are looking around and starting to say, yo, this ain't working. I need to do what works for me. So God forbid, God please forbid, Lord have mercy, God forbid, forbid anything from happening. But if something happens, I just want to be prepared. (laughs) That's it. I want to be in physical shape. So I can move and get to where I need to get to. And I want to have the tools and resources available and the knowledge available to survive. That's it. And again, I'm not speaking anything to into existence. I'm not, you know, sourcing or I don't know anything that's going to happen or anything like that. But I'm just watching and watching and watching and seeing people get more and more emboldened and more and more fearless and more and more reckless. So... Yeah, so, uh, sorry, I went off on a little bit of a tangent. But when you have accountability partners, they tap you on the shoulder and say, hey, what's going on? You said you were trying to do this. What's up with that? Now, here's the thing about accountability partners, if you've never had one. They're annoying as hell. Um, I'm serious. They're annoying because they're going to tell you what you don't want to hear. You know when you sit on the couch and you do something for too long and you should have been thawing out your dinner or you know you're supposed to be cooking or like me, I know I was supposed to be recording this podcast. Um, and I walk back in my apartment and I'm watching Billions. It's on my TV. I'm looking to my left and I see my TV. And I said, if I sit down and I hit play, I'm going to finish this episode of Billions. And because I'm so engrossed in this show, I'm probably going to watch three or four more episodes. And before I know it, it's going to be 11 or 12 o'clock. And this podcast is not going to be done. So I've learned to hold myself accountable. One, because I love this podcast and I love doing this. Two, I have people who support me. And they will say... Where's our episode? (laughs) I will get texts. I will get emails. I will get comments. Yo, where's this week's episode? So I'm being held accountable. Same goes with accountability partners. They're looking for what's next. They don't want to hear your excuses or your struggles or tired and yada, 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 so on and so forth. You asked me to hold you accountable. So this is what I'm going to do. You don't get to dictate how I hold you accountable. And you don't have to like the way I hold you accountable. But I'm going to try to hold you accountable. And at the end of the day, as I said at the top of the show, you have decisions to make at the end of the day. Are you going to do what you're supposed to do? Because here's the thing. Accountability partners are holding you accountable for what you are trying to accomplish and what you are trying to achieve, which has a direct impact on you. 
Your accountability partners have nothing to lose in this situation. So if you decide not to listen to them, to ignore them, to not follow their directions, guess what? Your ass will be the one that suffers the consequences, not them. (laughs) They're just there to say, hey, you said you wanted to do this. I'm just checking on you because you said you wanted to do this. Why haven't you gotten it done? What's going on? You are stunting your own growth and your own progress when you don't do what you're supposed to do. That's a fact for everyone. And even if just knowing you're going to be annoyed by them is enough to get you to do what you're supposed to do, then the accountability partner has already done their job and played their role excellently. I don't like to be told what to do. And I don't like people to haggle me and I don't like to be micromanaged. So majority of the time when I put people in place to hold me accountable, I'm pretty good at staying on top of things. Every now and again, of course, they'll have to get on me, but I'm pretty good at staying on top of things and taking a step forward and making some progress. Like when my friends call me and talk to me about things that I have going on, I want to be able to tell them something I did not tell them the last time. If it has been a week since we've talked, or two, or three, or four, or five, or six months, there should be new, like, weekly. I should be able to have some type of update weekly, whether it's, hey, you know, I called 15 businesses got rejected. Or, hey, man, I filled out 13 more applications. Or, hey, man, you know, my mom knew this guy, and I called him, I had a conversation. All of that is progress. You should be doing something every day. There really are 24 hours in a day. You should be able to dedicate a minimum of an hour to what it is you're trying to get done. And that's a small sliver. And it only have to be an hour straight. I mean, obviously, most of us probably have more time than that. But you should be able to dedicate at least an hour between making connections and doing research. But again, self-check-in, accountability, do that. Do your self-check-in. Do your spring cleaning, your summer cleaning, your fall cleaning, your winter cleaning. Clean some of that stuff up and make room for new opportunities. And don't forget to think about what's on the other side of that opportunity. And going along with accountability and self-check-ins, decide on what works for you. Decide on what works for you. Now, what works for you may not work for somebody else. Which means when you decide on what works for you, you have to be prepared to take what comes along with it. It's going to come along with some stuff. Okay? Every time you decide this is not going to work for me, something's going to change. Your bill's going to go up. Your bills might go down. You may have more access to something. You may have less access to something. You may make a new connection. You may lose an old connection. You may close the door on an opportunity. It is going to shift and change things when you decide what works for you. But you can't realistically expect everything to say stay the same. You can't. You have to prepare yourself for the change and think about, all right, you know what? Like, for instance, um, SGP Vending Solutions, my baby, my new company. I had to decide what works for me. I have people who want to invest. I have a business model that I came up with after, you know, some research and learning. And 
I have methods in which I can buy these vending machines. So when it comes to what works for me, I look at my business. I look at how I want to operate it. What works for me? What will work for me is finding three good locations within 20 miles of me. And when I say three good locations that can make at least a thousand a month or better, that works for me. I'll still have the time to do a majority of what I've been doing before. Three machines should be fairly easy to manage. And three machines with where my business credit is, is probably something my business can afford to work out or manage right now. That could work for me. Okay. Well, Rob, what comes along with that? Well, I may get new opportunities while I say to myself, hey, you know, you want to do three machines, boom, here's your three machines. But dang, somebody hits you up and their facility needs five machines. But if I know three is my limit and my max, I got to turn that opportunity down. Or if I put out these three machines and I realize, dang, this one machine's making about 500, this one's making about seven, man, I got one that's only making 300. Well, you got your three machines out there, but is that working for you? Ah, it's not working. All right, well, what you going to do? You need are you are you going to put another machine out there and go to four since since two of them really aren't that busy? Or are you going to take one of those things and move it? So, deciding what works for you is always evolving and always changing. And again, it's going to come with its own challenges. Its own challenges. But the thing is, when it's no longer working, take a look back at what why it's no longer working. And use that use that lesson you just got there moving forward. Why is this no longer working? Oh, that's why that didn't work. Yeah. On to the next. All right. So let me holler at my black brothers. Brothers, strong brothers, intelligent brothers, my black brothers, my kings. Health is wealth. Are you healthy? Are you healthy mentally? Are you healthy physically? If not, I challenge you to make three changes that will have you going in the opposite direction of where your health is right now. If you know you are unhealthy, whether that be mentally or physically, I challenge you to take three steps in the opposite direction of that bad health. Whether that's a daily walk, going to therapy, changing your diet, changing your environment, trying something new, gaining a mentor, I challenge you, find three things to help you move in the opposite direction. And you don't even have to do them all at the same time. I 
say at the end of every show, take care of yourselves physically, mentally, and financially. Physically, because if your body ain't right, you're not going to enjoy anything. If you can't move the way you want to move or you can't move without being in pain, you're just going to be limited and it will get to you. Eventually, it'll get to you. Take care of yourself mentally. I've been high, I'm in a highly stressful career field. I know what the, some of the largest amounts of stress feel like and do to you. I've lost hair. I've been sick. Overstress. And I was not enjoying my life. So again, if your mental is not correct, you cannot, one, you can't really enjoy what's around you. Two, it ruins opportunities for you because you're going to constantly be in a state of calamity. Think about that. Take care of yourself financially. Money makes the world go around. That's self-explanatory. Unless you live somewhere where you live off the land, if you don't have the type of money you want to support the life type of lifestyle that you want, yeah, let's just keep it real on that one. But um, brothers, think about your health, man. Take your health seriously. Your kids want to see you grow old, and you want to see them grow old. Your wife wants you to be there with her to celebrate, or your significant other wants you to be there to celebrate your achievements and accomplishments in life. And much like myself, don't you want to grow old and enjoy the fruits of your labor when you finally do retire, whether that be tomorrow, whether it be 5, 10, 15, 20 years from now? Don't you want to be able to enjoy it? That's all I'm saying. Yep, 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 yep. Ah, man. I'm feeling good, y'all. I'm not going to lie. I think I'm probably about to be the healthiest that I've ever been in my life. So shout out to Outlaw Fitness. Coach Law, appreciate you. Fi, 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 fi. Um... Thank y'all for listening. I, I hope you got some gems from this episode. I hope you take away some positivity from this episode because you know we promote positivity. Um, and we really hope and pray that fmepodcast.com will be ready up and running by July 1. If it is not, we'll let you know. But shout out to Erica Brooks, the number one intern, who's been busting her butt and working on the website and doing things and working behind the scenes. So we love you, Erica. Thank you so, so, so much. And ladies and gentlemen, until next time, take care of yourselves physically, mentally, and financially. We'll catch y'all next time. Peace.